Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hello, and welcome to the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore. I was a casting director for film and TV and commercials for over 30 years. I transitioned to a celebrity acting coach after I cast a film, New Jersey Drive, with executive producer Spike Lee and director Nick Gomez. I auditioned every rapper from Biggie Smalls to Tupac. And I realized that rappers and musical artists, they needed help transitioning to acting. My clients consist of musical artists from Buster Rhymes to Eve, Missy Elliott, Angela Yee from The Breakfast Club, and Vanessa Simmons, to name a few. I also coach sports stars and host as well. I feel I have the best of both worlds. As a casting director, I know exactly what they're looking for. And as an acting coach, I can coach you to be remembered in that room. Now, I know. I know actors want to get the job. I get that. But being remembered by a casting director, that is powerful. And now it's time for meditation of the day. Never judge a book by its cover. Mind your business. I grew up at a time when we used to visit our family all the time, have family reunions and get-togethers, and all the women would gravitate into the kitchen to gossip. Now, at six years old, I love hanging out with my aunts and my grandmother. And I remember that even if the gossip wasn't true, it made these women feel good about themselves while really tearing down and making others feel bad, even though the others may not have known. Stay in your business because you don't have time for anyone else's business but your own. Today, 
I will mind my business. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. If you struggle to get in shape and lose weight, I'm about to change your life. I'm Carl, the CEO of Body, and I don't like working out and eating healthy either. So here's how I get myself to do it. I make myself own the morning. And by the morning, I mean the first hour or so every day. It's not family time. It's not for scrolling social media. It's for my results and my health. And man, does it work. Every day, I get out of bed, drink a health shake I made the night before, and then I go crush a workout in the body app and just follow along day by day. Before most people are even out of bed, I'm done for the day. So here's my offer to you. The next 500 people who go to body.com will get 65% off a full year of access to over 120 programs. 65% because I want you to start now and see how fast the pounds come off and the muscles start popping. And if they don't, hey, you get your money back. Just go to body.com. That's B-O-D-I.com. And let's own the morning together and get healthy and fit. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness. Kick back and spread some positivity into the world. From smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports, on stages, and at the box office, women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to Women Take the Mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs, and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Before we get started, I'd like to remind everyone to look out for my new show, Inside the Black Box. I'll be co-hosting with the great Joe Morton. We'll be on Crackle Network real soon. I'll keep you posted. Welcome to the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore. Oh, I hope you have some tissue today because, you know, this is going to be a dynamic show filled with jewels and pearls. You're going to feel that treasure chest. Yes. And you're going to hear about something that may be new to you. That's so powerful. And I'm so proud of this gentleman. But aside from all of that, this man is one of the most important people in my life. And there are moments in your life that you capture 
and some capture them in movies and books. And But this person is so captured in my heart and soul and so much gratitude and love towards him that even when we're not there, we still know it's there. So that's the cool part. We always pick up where we left off. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for the talented comedian, John Laster. <laughs> Welcome, my friend. <laughs> I'm so honored to be here. Oh, I'm so happy to have you here, John, because... I want to spend a majority of the time talking about this new endeavor, this new app that he has. You guys, we we all need to support. And I know that, that you have a lot of support out there. So I'm really happy. But I'm going to hold on. I want to give you guys some story first. So John is, in my opinion, and pretty much all around the world, one of the most successful best comedians in this industry, you guys. And for me, you know, when people transition into TV and film, John, which you have, I think that models and comedians have the easier transition in a sense that models don't have words, but they're able to sell something. So how are they able to convince me to go buy a pack of Newports? You know what I'm saying? There's something, when they had Newports um, posters, but- you know what I mean? Like they had an attitude or something that made you have this urge to buy. And then with comedians, you have a responsibility with all of these emotions in the audience to sort of bring them together in laughter. And you don't know these people. And I think that's such a, an amazing power that you guys have when you step out of, for me, the first time I went to your show, I stepped out of the casting director and stepped into like just a person enjoying and was like, everybody was laughing and just, ah, and then after the joke, we repeat the joke. That's the power. How do you do that? How do you capture those things? Um, I think it's, um, it's pleasure and pain. I mean, we're looking for the pleasure and we find it through the pain um, in a microcosm, you know? So, I mean, if you bomb enough times, you like, you know what? I need to come up with something funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Because before they was laughing, they was walking yeah. and booing and yeah. uh, and not booking you. So yeah, you you got to find it. But um, yeah, it is it is um, it is unique. You know when you when you put it like that, that you are getting a bunch of strangers on the same page. I actually had somebody one time say to me, ask me, you know, what it is that comedians do versus other people, and there was a woman walking toward us, mm-hmm. and I said, just imagine if that woman fell. She slid, right? And her wig fell off and her bag. She was okay, but we were laughing as friends, like, oh my God, after we help her up. You see the way she slid and her wig fell and whatever. And uh, and she said, oh my God, yeah. And I said, well, imagine doing that if the woman wasn't there. Ah. Because we have to come on stage and create that person. Yes. Create that setting and then tell you what's funny about it. That's right. Yeah, and so in you, such a short time. Oh, yeah. you Because there's each joke. 90 seconds before the crowd judges, hey, this person is really good or not. There's wow. a very short window. You know, unless you're a celebrity. If you're a celebrity, right. I'm happy to be in the room with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I don't I don't have that luxury. So, yeah, you really are paying mm. attention and then applying, you know, whatever your perspective on why that's funny in a very, very short period of time. And it takes years to figure out yeah. how to do that. 
Well, you know what? I want you to just say some words to these aspiring comedians or working comedians, artists, because what I'm finding and currently we are casting this uh, Aretha Respect musical, Elsa and I, it is horrific, John. Like you could get some really great material off these self-tapes. It's like, I can't, you can't make up a woman actually singing in the shower. You can't make up somebody like, no, this is serious. This is serious. And this woman the other day looked like she was on a submarine. And I was like, Elsa will tell you. I was like, Elsa, why is she on a submarine? Why? (laughs) And then Elsa was like, uh... So what had happened was, Tracy, I had sent you an email and told you she was on a cruise. She was on a cruise ship. <laughs> so I was like, but it looked like she was in the sub, like down in the submarine engine room. That's what yeah. it looked like, right? But I'm just saying, you cannot make these things up. And my takeaway from all of it is that I can never, ever, ever stop teaching because people don't train. So as a comedian, because I know a lot of people who ask me, JC, can you hook me up one of your comedian friends? Because I want to be a comedian. And not because somebody's laughing at you at the family reunion. That does not prove your stamina and longevity in this business. So can you give them some tips, please? You know, and unfortunately, it's funny that you mentioned the family reunion, because that goes back to the example that I gave, where we're all laughing at something that we're sitting around watching. You know, and the other thing about comedy, too, is unfortunately, and I bet you acting is very similar to this, too, Uh is is it's not because I in my former life, I was a ball player. Right. So I could jump. I could windmill dunk. There was one time on a fast break. I literally jumped over somebody. Crowd went crazy. But I'm saying all those people watching knew they couldn't do that. Mm. When you watch comedy. A lot of people think I made someone laugh. I could do that, you know, or yes. you it's a movie and you say, oh, they're just reading the lines. I could memorize the lines. I could be mm-hmm. an actor. Right. They don't realize that the reason that it looks like anyone could do it is because we've worked on it. Right. You know, they don't right. understand. you got to put in so much work to make it look that way that you forgot that I was acting. Or you forgot that I, I've been working at this comedy thing. You don't mm-hmm. just get to stumble on stage and make people laugh from all parts of the country and all over the world at the same time. You know, you got to do the work, like you said. Mm-hmm. And it's one day at a time. I tell new comedians all the time, you know, who are like, oh, yeah, John, I just want to get funny and do TV or I want to get funny and not work anymore. And I'm mm-hmm. like, um, that that work is put in a day at a time. You know what I mean? If you have TV habits, you'll eventually be on TV. Right. 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 Habits. Yeah. If you have the work ethic of those right. films and you don't have to wait until you have a movie to have those habits. You no. got to get up in the morning and put the work in and the rest of it will come. And ladies and gentlemen, I have had the pleasure of being on John's journey and started out, you know, in casting, auditioning him. And um, he would always threaten me that he was going to take my classes or he was going to do <laughs> private sessions. And I'd be like, yo, OK, come on, come on. And then, yo, I'm but then you guys. We, we lived in the same neighborhood, right? So one time I ran into him, it was like, John! He was like, Tracy, I'm taking your class. <laughs> right? And then he walked along his way. He couldn't avoid me because we just kept running into each other. We lived in this, I was, you know, like right around the corner from you. Yeah. So finally he said, I'm going to take a class. And then you guys, it was a whirlwind journey. 
It was beautiful. It was beautiful watching him just, you know, do the work as an actor, put in the time, do the exercises like he would do the work. And that's why when he, uh, Carl Weber was the first film. Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, No more Mr. Nice Guy. No more Mr. Nice Guy. No more Mr. Nice Guy, ladies and gentlemen. And I produced the film. I bought up uh, John. John came in and, you know, of course he landed the role. But the thing that was so um, gratifying and just a blessing is that not only did he get the role, but they embellished the role. They created the role to be bigger than what it originally was based on John's work and based on his performance. So that right there. And then he had his own trailer. (laughs) I still have my pictures of you in the trailer because at a big trailer, you guys, because like, and I remember you saying, John, like, I'm going to get a trailer like that because they would give you the one banger and a one banger literally is for one person. Two people is too crowded in there. Like, you know, so how was it for you, John? Um, What was the transition like going from, you know, just transitioning into that uh, film and TV? Um, I would really say if I, if, if I had to sum it up in one word, I would say intimidating. Mm. You know, it's it's, um, you know, and a lot of fear keeps people out of doing a lot of things. So just know that the the first step is to be intimidated, to be scared, to be nervous. That's part of that's literally part of the pro- you could write that down with auditioning. And then I, <laughs> I get something I'm going to be intimidated. I'm going to be scared. It's literally part of the process. So it was very intimidating. It's intimidating when you are the master of your domain and then someone says, hey, come over to this other domain where no one knows you and no one cares about you and you are the lowest person on the totem pole. So it was very intimidating. But by the grace of God, I had you there and you are always um, smoozing over, uh, uh, running over the the details. There's no way in the world I'd have got that film without you. So you just ran over that. Like, oh, John was so great. No, I wasn't. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. <laughs> you got me that roll to get my feet wet. No way I'd have had that trailer. I'd have been sitting in the garage with everybody else. <laughs> Back then, everybody was in Carl Weber's garage. He was just starting out. So I was yes. in the garage eating celery. Yeah, he yes, didn't know we were, he didn't know you what guys. He was doing. John and I go back to. We go back to the the early stages of family business, BET, Carl Weber. Like I was one of his first producing partners and did that's where I did the man in 3B, the preacher's son and the choir director. Out in L.A. So which was a whole I mean, <laughs> it just once John did once he met Carl, then because John was out in L.A., he was on that set. So he did that and then went into No More Mr. Nice Guy. John said something really important in the beginning, right? He talked about how, like, the good and the bad, or no, you said joy and pain. You said something about pain, right? Okay, so this is the thing that I've always felt about comedians, is that comedians, to me, are the only ones who can take a bad situation and put a twist on it where you can laugh. Right. Like, I feel like y'all have that freedom and it's just an instinct. It's something right. Because, you know, because you have to write it, you write your jokes. So, you guys, when my son got hit by a car and one of the first people I called was John and John was on the road. He was he had just finished a show in Philadelphia and John was like, Tracy, I'm coming back and I'm coming to the hospital. It was already midnight. 
Oh, yeah. John, right? John gets there maybe about two o'clock in the morning and he's sitting with me. And, you know, and in my head, I said to myself, I said, I don't know how I'll ever, ever, ever laugh again. I don't know if anything is going to ever be funny to me again. Right. Because that was, you know, John didn't come in there telling jokes like, you know, John was very solemn and, and spiritual. He was there for me as a friend, you guys. And John got up. He said, I'm going to go get some food, you guys. And he went to the vending machine and he came back with like all of these assortment of, you know, Cheetos and, you know, vending machine food. And there was a small table and um, he had his back towards us as he was, you know, putting, I thought he was just putting, you know, things on the table. You guys, when John cleared the view, it was set up like craft service. You guys, <laughs> <laughs> you guys it was like Cheetos were lined up, potato chips were lined up, peanuts was lined up. Like, I was like, and I looked over and I laughed. I laughed at a time where the doctors had just left and said, we don't know. We don't know if he's going to make it. If he makes it through the next 30 minutes, and and that and that to me like it's our friendship was already solidified but it was the family that was solidified it was the family that was so solidified in that moment i was like yo this ooh optical bullet for john lester son that's my dude like yeah it was it was like that and then i just remember after that like it's gonna be okay it's going to be okay. I can laugh. I can, I can still incorporate that through this time to get through this time. So that is why John is like one of the most important people in my life, because that's what he did for me. So I want the world to know that. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, that was a dark time, but we, uh, we made the best of it. I was, that yes, was we did. Very- yeah, and, and you guys, we have, jokes about it i know like no i'm not going to hell and i'm like that i'm just saying like when john says we found the best like you guys we have john we do we oh absolutely we were there because we were there for a long time it was weeks and weeks on um, 30 35 days at king's county and then 51 days at nyu rehab mm-hmm. it was weeks and weeks on end yeah we do yeah yeah. John was there. John was there every single moment he could be there. He would show up after comedy shows. Like it was, it was, it was amazing, you guys. It was really amazing. So that's my heart. So John, please. This is um, you know, John is the other thing is, you guys, John has a serious, serious Wall Street background, son, son, son. Like all the versatility in this dude right here. So John, tell us how you transitioned to your new endeavor right now. Let them know. I want you to tell. Yeah, you know what? So I have an app to support Black-owned businesses. I think there's over 50,000 businesses on there now. And uh, yeah, and people ask me um, all the time, hey, does it work in Dallas? Does it work in Phoenix? I live in Cali. It works around the world. So it doesn't matter what city, what town you live in. The app works. A lot of people ask, how did that come about? And I saw a guy get choked to death. Right in front of me, you know, watching George Floyd, you know, oh. me and George Floyd are the exact same height, exact same weight, exact same skin color. Literally, we're both 6'4", 215, same skin. It was almost like watching myself die Wow! in real time. I was an economics major, so I understood 
way back from college, the value of the circulation of the dollar. So, you know, I was out marching on Eastern Parkway with the people yelling, no justice, no peace. And it just hit me. This isn't sustainable. You know, when this is over with, these people are going to go back to their privileged, whatever, whatever. And we're going to be stuck in the same boat. Mm. Um, So I made a phone call to Silicon Valley. Long story short, um, I got good help from a friend of mine named Margo, Matt, my boy, Baba Tunde. You know Baba Tunde. Yeah, Baba Tunde. Black and Latino Film Coalition. And we went to work. And and to be honest with you, you know, Tracy, you and I are huge law of attraction people. It really couldn't have happened without the lockdown because I wasn't working. You know, I'm right. a busy person. I just got off a flight from Las Vegas just, you know, just now. So I, I move around and I'm always hustling. So yeah. without that downtime, the club's being closed. I don't know that I would have been able to create it, but it's it's on the move now. We just crossed 35,000 downloads yesterday. And breaking news. <laughs> yes. Um, they just hit me up about doing the Tonight Show today. Oh, my God. Congratulations, John. Ex- ex- exclusive, yo. <laughs> oh, John. So it looks like we'll be doing, it's not, you know, nothing is set in stone in, in this business until it's wow. set in stone. But they did call and they did say, hey, hold these dates and these times. So it looks it's like, it's gonna uh, happen. yeah, it looks like it's going to happen. It looks like yeah. we're doing tonight's show for Black, and you know, once you go on, the, as seen on the tonight. It's done. It's yeah. done. Even if you get 1% of the audience, just think, I mean, 100 million people watch the show. Just think that worldwide, right? Just 5% of that. You yeah. good. Then you're in a you're whole, good. I mean, even the branding, because anything that you do after that, even if you don't get all that that night, just as seen on the tonight, you know what I mean? The validity yes, of the yes, app yes. is going to skyrocket. Yes, yes. And then draw that traffic. Like, this is the thing. And I'm happy that you said the law of attraction, because this really is this really is how it works. You know, um, I remind myself it's something that's in your soul. It's not something you read a book one time because John and I are big book people too. law of attraction, power of power of now for agreements, you know. You have to change your mind to what this society and this world has brainwashed and consistently and repetitively taught your mind. So we would always, you know, that's the balance of our friendship, too, because, you know, we were there in balancing that law of attraction. We never not not believe that never was an issue. You know, it's just the outside noise that you have to keep, you know, just sort of blowing sprinkle dust and okay, no judgment. That's you, but that's not how I live my life. So I'm so, I, you guys, when I tell you this dude is so well-deserving, so, so well-deserving, I want you to give all of us the information, you know, everyone you have to down. Oh, this is what I want to tell you, John. So I have a testimony. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So we use black in Oakland, California and went to a store called Oaklandish. And we we bought t-shirts, hats. Oh, it's such a fierce store. Like, you know, the t-shirts, one of the t-shirts is, um, um, it says dope. You know, it's just, you know, millennial, you know, miles. It's it's miles and radiance type of store, but it's my store too. Yeah. So we found that and we went to the store. So I just want everybody to know it works. I mean, of, of course it works, but 
the store, man, we would have never gone to that store, John, if we didn't use the app. And you know what? When I hear that, it makes my heart sing. You know, it's anytime I hear people using the app, I was at work the other day. This guy almost brings me to tears. You know, we're down at the comedy cellar. The guy comes running up on me and he's nervous, you know? And I thought he's mm-hmm. you know, going to say, oh my God, you're so funny, whatever. And I had the black logo on. Right. And he said, if you know anyone that works at that company, tell him I said, thank you. He oh. said, the business was going under because of the pandemic. He said, I just got, he said, I'm a lawyer in Fort Worth and I just got a client that, you know, they gave me a retainer for two years. He said, it's $5,000 a month. He said, I don't know what $5,000 a month looks, you know, is to you. You look like you're doing good. You work at this club, whatever. And I said, no, it's fine. He said, so if you know anyone who works at that company and I said, Hey man, it's my app. And then he gets choked up. Oh, and he said, man, I got to give you something. You saved me. Oh, Yeah. But those are the things that wake me up in the morning that let me know, hey, it's working. I mean, part of me was about to cry because I was thinking, I'm not making no money off this app. (laughs) (laughs) Yet. Yet. (laughs) Part of me was about to cry like, how are you making money? I'm not making money. I'm in Right, right. Uh, But no, just joking. I mean, it's a reminder that there are untold sums of money. The first time I used the app, I went to... um, I went to a liquor store down the street, my friend's birthday. I said, I'm going to get you some bottles of wine. There's a wine store physically nice. for me. And, and she said, why don't you use your app? All I had was a prototype back then. So I just wanted right. to see work. We had a wine icon on there. I hit it. There's a liquor store three blocks down. I come out, I buy her two bottles of wine, 50 bucks. I walk out and just, it finally hit me. I just started crying. Because all of the work that I had been doing on the app was screens and where do we put this button, that button, but the money going in that register. And I thought to myself, wow, if I could get a million people on this app and they only used it one time in their whole life and they never touched the app again, that would be $50 million. If they did what I did, million people, we get a million people on and they only did what I did one time and never, ever touched or looked at the app again for the rest of their lives. That still would have been a $50 million fundraiser. And that's when it dawned on me, the scale that we, that of good that we could do. So that store that you went to right in Oakland, and that's, you know, we're talking about 30,000 people on that. How many customers could that store get? Or not to mention people just heard about that store right now on this podcast. Yes. We could keep that going. And we have a billion listeners. One billion. (laughs) B. B as in boy. Boy. And and I'm going to tell you, if anybody has been to Oakland, California, and especially since the pandemic, downtown is like a ghost town. I, I swear to you, like, it's the eeriest feeling because nobody, there's not a lot of traffic at all because the only businesses that survived were the office buildings and the companies. So those are the only people you see scattered or there's a Burger King or something. But like emporiums, the bigger stores, all of them have closed down in downtown. So seriously, I would never, ever shop downtown Oakland because there's nothing there. So then I said, oh, I have John's app. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And there it was. And that's how, and I was like, and we were like, yo, we were just like, it works like this is. 
so cool. Was, yo, I'm not gonna lie. I was yo the first time I used it, I was shocked. I was like, then Whoa. we just started putting in everything, you know, restaurants, everything, you know, in San Francisco. Stephen Stephon Curry's wife has uh, Alicia. She has a restaurant. Oh, awesome. in San Francisco. Yeah. No, yeah. It's, it's going really well. The new stuff that's going into app Black 2.0, which should be, you guys should be able to see it. I'm starting to see parts of it, but the everyone else will see it. It should be uploaded to the app in the Play Store. Probably, this is another exclusive. I haven't told anyone else this either. You will now have the ability to put your own profile in there. So you can put a profile in there, start following your friends, and then you'll have a top five places that you recommend. So for wow. example, I was just in Vegas. I got a comedy friend out there. His name is Chris Clark. If we had had the profiles in there, when I got to Vegas, I just went to his page, saw the places he recommended, mm. and then went to those restaurants. He lives there. I might as well just take his advice. You know what I mean? Why am I going right. to take a shot in the dark? I still right. use Lap to go eat lunch. I found a joint down the street, you know what I mean? And hit that up. Right. It was unbelievably good. But once these profiles go in and you can, and there's a lot of celebrities already on Black, which is going to be shocking. Wow. And they start seeing these profiles and you can start following some of the stuff that people you trust recommend. But that should be in there in the next 10 days or so. Oh my God. There's, I mean, really the other thing is the sky is the limit, John. I mean, you know, when you talk about ownership of things and, you know, the span of where this can continue to grow, it's like, yeah. it's unbelievable. You, yeah. you, you, you'll be like, ah, where am I going to put all this money? Where am I going to put all this money? <laughs> yeah. They get in your door because the money's at the door. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. There's there's tons of goods that, that needs to be done out here. Yeah. I'll mean, tell you what the good news is. I know that the, the Black community won't have to worry about me burning all the money up on jewelry or cars because, yeah, I'm not that dude. There, we have. Well, you've you know, already helped them. You know what I mean? Just by listing them, you have helped them because immediately when I was making the purchase, the salesperson was like, we were talking about how great a store it was. And he was like, are you from here? And I said, well, technically I live in New York, but I was born and raised in San Francisco. But I, you know, we never had a store like this unless you went to Haight-Ashbury, right? So it was the tourist aspect as well, because the other people that were in the store, they were tourists. And uh, there was a UK family that was in there. So I thought too, I was like, yo, not only is he letting us know, but it's like, San Francisco is a huge tourist attraction. So I thought that was brilliant, John. Like I, yeah. I, for the first time, I felt like a tourist in my own home. Yeah. Travel and leisure did something on black. Perfect. Because they always have people that are moving around. Perfect. And they were like, this is a great tool, you know, because obviously when you're out of town, you don't know. So you may as well hit that. But like I said, once those profiles go in there, not only will it tell you where the black woman, it'll tell you places that people you know recommend and then it's gonna yeah that way and and we'll start the community of black once that goes in there so john you know i want everybody seriously i see your t-shirt it probably won't reflect on the zoom but you got where can we get that t-shirt though if you download the app there is there'll be a new bar on the bottom so you could just hit products and we have uh black merch is actually the first icon on there for the online because you know black also has online shopping so there's all black yes. businesses that you can you can yes. um, support online but merch is also you know the black store is also one of those businesses the black owned merch store so you guys please 
support John Laster in Blap. All of you guys need to have this on your phone. And, you know, there's so many dynamic stores in the, uh, New York and the tri-state area as well, if you live here. And it's, it's wonderful, I'm telling you. And for me, it's app-friendly because I'm like, oh, if I have to jump through loops or anything, oh. Yo, you yeah. know, when we, when we first started putting this thing together, Tracy, that was the first thing I said. If it's not simple, let's not do this because I'm oh, not very tech savvy. So we use a geolocated Google-based map. So all you have to do is open it up. No matter where you're sitting, it'll tell you what's right. You don't have to do no thinking. You don't have to get <laughs> it. Yeah, it's I not love right. it. I yeah. do, because, you know, Soraya shames me. She's like, ah, Grandma, you don't know this. And it's like, stop shaming me. But this she can't shame me on. And she bought some stuff, too. So she oh. had a good time. You guys, I want you to hold tight because we're getting ready to do class in session. And John Laster is still going to be here and bless us. John, the other thing is, is I, I really want to stress to all of you guys to, we always talk about imtv.com. I need you guys to go to imtv.com and see all his credits. The Tonight Show called him for a reason. Read his credits and scene on that. We'll be back with the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore, for Class in Session. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Can I give you a real incentive to lean into your decision to start working out and eating better? I'm Carl, co-founder of Body. That's B-O-D-I. And right now, if you sign up for a one-year subscription to Body, I want to make you an offer you can't refuse. I'll give you 65% off. Look, I know it's not easy to get fit and lose weight, especially if you're trying to figure it out by yourself, but we make it simple. Just follow a program for 20 to 30 minutes day by day and lose 5 to 10 pounds a month. We have over 120 programs that have been tested and proven to work, and almost 300,000 five-star reviews in the App Store to prove it. Body also has complete eating plans and thousands of healthy, delicious recipes. So stop guessing and start seeing results with Body, and I'll give you 65% off your annual membership right now so you save big on the app that CNN underscored named Best Fitness App. So don't wait. Sign up for a year of Body and save 65%. Just go to Body.com. That's Body with an I.com. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness. 
kick back and spread some positivity into the world. From smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports, on stages, and at the box office, women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to Women Take the Mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs, and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Welcome back to the Spirited Actor Podcast with me and my spiritual brother, comedian extraordinaire, John Laster. Yeah, you here. You guys know this is what we do here. We showcase actors and I'm going to turn it over to Elsa Lathan because she cast for a class in session and she will introduce our Spirit Actor alumni. Elsa. Hello, hello, everyone. Great interview, John. Thank you. Today, we are happily introducing Miss Alanda Chavette, one of our Spirited Actor alumna, and she will be doing a monologue for us today. So welcome, Alanda. Hello, everybody. Hello. hello. Okay. So, okay. Is it alumni or alumni? Like, I didn't go to HU. (laughs) She she is an alumna. (laughs) Alanda is an alumna she's one one female oh all right Elsa (laughs) anyways John we're gonna uh, start with Alanda introducing her monologue the title and then Alanda just go and we got you okay okay hello again my name is Alanda Chavetz from Ohio and I will be doing Dog Anxiety by Joseph Arnone she had asked me to watch her puppy, Oscar. I said, sure. I mean, how bad could it be to watch an innocent, harmless, cute little puppy? Right? Right? Wrong. It was a nightmare. Look at me. Do you see the bags under my eyes? I look like I went 12 rounds with Muhammad Ali. I look horrible. And she going to ask me like it's no big deal. She said, Zara, would you mind watching my puppy for me for three days? I said, sure, no problem, no problem. This dog has not stopped barking his tiny squeaky voice. Didn't stop barking for the entire night. Like a wolf howling at the night. Kept me up. I tossed and I turned. Then I tossed and turned some more. I felt like a 1980s breakdance. And finally, okay, it's time for me to go to work. I was actually excited to go to work for once in my life. Somehow work seemed like a better option than staying at home. But guess what? When I stepped foot onto my kitchen, I found myself sliding all the way across the kitchen and flat dead on my back. I got bruises the size of boulders. Dog pee-pee. It's messed up. That dog is messed up. Cheryl is so messed up for suckering me into watching that. That I don't even have any more insults for that. Ooh, I've had it. He tore up my my couch when I came home from work. My couch. The one I just recently purchased from LeVette's. Great deal, by the way. It's destroyed. And where was Oscar? Oscar, the expert trapeze artist, positioned himself on top of my kitchen cabinet. Did I mention how small this puppy is? The size of my foot. Don't know how the hell he got up on my kitchen cabinets. 
miracle of God. Anyways, the genius couldn't get down. And rightfully so, by the way. But mind you, there was a load of poo and pee to go around, spread all over my cabinet. See. All right. Give a round of applause. Thank you. Thank you. So, John, whatever feedback you want to give her in notes. <laughs> I thought it was great. I mean, first of all, I thought it was great. Kind of, um, I thought, first of all, like I said, I thought it was great. If there, mm-hmm. if there were any notes, I would say, going back to the story you were telling, Tracy, in the hospital, mm-hmm. where the worst of conditions, you could still have a good time. I think yeah. you've been a little more playful with it. You know, like watching a little dog couldn't be that bad, right? Right? Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, this was hell. But I mean, kind of sell us that, oh, little dog, you know, it was her look. Cute little dog, horrible. No, this this was the devil. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so sometimes I think you can play within the, even when you're angry, you can still, you know, you can still think it with it. But other than that, I thought it was phenomenal. Wow. Thank you. I agree. I agree. And like, that's what I love about comedians is that when you guys tell stories, like you said, you you give us the whole structure to the point where you actually feel like you smell the popcorn. John, virtual hug, my friend. And listen, let, let's do it this week. Let's I mean, I, I know you're traveling, but I got you, brother. I got you. No, I'm, I'm in town. We good. I'm, I'm okay. Back. Yeah, I'm all right. And Miles did his show. Excellent. So, yeah, we'll just do a big celebration tonight's show, Buffalo Soldiers. That's what it'll be. Ladies and gentlemen, I want all of you to get out of your seats, one billion of you. <laughs> I want you, <laughs> as you applaud, make sure when you sit down that you put your hand on an app store and go to Black. And download yeah, I'm getting that. I'm getting and then that tell out. 10 friends so they can so on and so on, like the Fabergé commercial y'all know nothing about, except yes. ladies Please. and gentlemen, thank you, John. And thank you. And we will be back with the Spirited Actor podcast with me, Tracy Moore. And I'm so excited to give you love. And now it's time to give love. When I started coaching celebrities, I truly respected their privacy. It's golden. I learned to appreciate love the peace that I had in my life. One of my celebrities had a horrible rumor that had started about them. And I saw the pain that that rumor caused them, especially since the rumor wasn't true. You never know how fragile people are or their souls. So I learned a valuable lesson in all of my 26 years of teaching and coaching. Stay in your lane. Rumors are not always true. And mind your business. Don't forget to look out for us on our new show, Inside the Black Box. My co-host will be Joe the Legend Morton. It's going to be the Spirited Actor podcast on steroids. We'll be streaming on the Crackle Network. I'll keep you posted. Thank you for joining us on the Spirited Actor podcast with me, Tracy Moore. I look forward to our next Spirited podcast. Thank you. 
Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 